Light me at five. We're talking about a whole new philosophy. I just don't want to answer to anybody anymore. So what you guys are telling me is that you're trying to decide if you want to be homeless or not. Like, where's the line? We're, we're figuring this out. <laughs> <laughs> this is Light Me at Five. Light Me at Five. With Dean Jernigan, Rusty Nixon, and Jason LaFoo. Light Me at Five. <sighs> Boom. Welcome to Light Me at Five. Appreciate you tuning in. I'm Dean Jernigan. I'm Jason LaFoon. And I'm happy as hell. I said boom out loud, though. I still don't have it down smooth. I'm still, by, by habit, waiting for that music to kick. I don't know why we just can't make that happen for me. So it that my Pavlonian. Like it's a pattern, That's but that's never been the pattern. Yeah. Well, for, this is our studio that we recorded the old radio show in, though. Yeah, okay. And that was always oh, the pattern okay. for years and years. Pavlovian dog. I'm just saying, I'm easier to work with if you, just, if you ring the bell. If you ring the bell... I I respond <laughs> like a fighter. Well, you come out for the, you know, the uh, retired fighter that's really tired. <laughs> um, Jake Lamada just sitting on his couch. Yeah, <laughs> like after he's fat. <laughs> yeah, he made his he name as a dough. yeah, <laughs> just straight, just a bar of it, yeah. just this, just the like an obscene amount, like yeah. an obscene yeah. log of it. Yeah. yeah, that sounds, that, that's sounds the like fight. me. Last that's night. the only thing I've ever done with cookie dough. Really, eat, I've never made cookies with it. I just eat it. Here's the thing: I make cookies and then I don't let them set up. Like I pull them out of the oven, and they're so still they're like, like a half cookie dough. They're still like lava. <laughs> they're like hot lava, and then I start eating them. And then just, that's that's how I. I can't them. even get to the bake the cookies process. Yeah, I open the dough and I'm like, this is. This is good enough. So yeah, I didn't take it. I just throw them in a bowl with some milk, like we did at the chocolate cake as a kid back in school, yeah. back in the day. Yeah, good. <laughs> we were going to talk. We we, uh, we we were going to talk about a little little near and dear to heart here, uh, canceling shows and protocol for canceling shows. I like to find out hours before. <laughs> oh yeah, that's my favorite. I like to, I like especially to, if it's the amount of hours that I have to drive to drive That's there. Like the oh, perfect yeah. time to find yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like my favorite thing is I like to cancel uh, other gig opportunities, <laughs> and then find out later I could have done those yeah. if you'd only let me know. Oh, yeah. I I like to book people three times, but then they really only perform one Once. of those times. <laughs> I like to book them four times, and then they only show they only perform twice. <laughs> And then they get canceled. So, so we had a venue cancel, and <laughs> Did you? Uh, you, uh, you may, you may have heard me saying I had some venues cancel. They're not all related. Like there were some COVID issues right. up in Michigan, uh, so you know they got canceled for COVID in Michigan. But two of the venues was the same promoter, and uh, it's been going on now for uh, a couple of months. He's been he's, he's, like more steadily more shows have been canceled, and uh, I understand that, especially in this day and age. With uh with COVID and, and the knee jerk reactions and and uh, political mind fuck games that we play, <laughs> that uh that you know sometimes you got to shut down a venue for reasons or whatnot. Uh, in this particular case, it's not this promoter's fault per se, because the uh, the venue keeps yanking the shows out from underneath them. They like a much more of a band music scene. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, the issue, like I said, to me, if I so. 
So you're gonna you're gonna you're supposed to fill these shows for for two months ahead of time. So you got to book ahead of time. Like you can't you can't just book on a whim. Like you got to get so you book two months out. The venue starts yanking your shows. How many before you 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 pull the plug on all of them? How many? How many does the venue? Well, yeah, at cancel? some point, if your venue's not working with that's you, that's what I'm saying. Like by the third cancellation, that's a pattern, right? So like one cancellation that can happen. Two cancellations, maybe they're the venue's unorganized. Maybe right. you know the the person involved is not very organized, and like so. But once you get to three cancellations, that's a pattern. And it, to me, at that point, as a promoter, if the venue's canceled on me three times, especially in a relatively short period of time, I need to then contact everybody and pull the plug. To protect my name. Yeah. That would be my thought. Yeah. Or you could do the other route. You could just wait until a commercial's cut. <laughs> well, well, and that's the thing about this. Like, this is exactly what you're saying because um, I know a handful of comics that this this same deal, the same venue, same yes. promoter. <laughs> where they, where I, I've heard other people say, I'm just not going to book with this dude anymore. Right. That's it's, what I mean because you, you're costing your name. This whole yeah. everything in this in this whole game is based on your name and your reputation, and there's a way to handle it and there's a way to not. Now, venue booking or venue cancellations and whatnot, they like I said, that's a, just the nature of the beast that'll happen. When it comes to you've been canceled three, like I said, to me that that there's a pattern at that point. I need we need to rethink this venue location or or something else. But I need to let the 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 comics know. Here's a, this is an important part. Let me, let me start that one over. I need to let the comics know as soon as humanly possible so that they have the opportunity to, to do other bookings. Right. Hey, that they that do Friday it. night you thought you were doing something? <laughs> or, or never mind. Yeah, never mind. You thought you were getting <laughs> yeah. paid? Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Uh, in our case, and it was pretty easy. You did the work, yeah. so I'm not paying you. It wasn't terribly hard so either. I, I, you know... Uh, I got I got my minions on it, yeah. But we cut a commercial for it because Jason and I were both going to be there, and that's not always the scenario. Part of the uh, whole intern experience, unrequited work, <laughs> unappreciated, <laughs> unappreciated, unloved. That's okay. Is your coffee good, Mr. Dean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a little, it's a little stale. A little stale. Tastes a little yearny. Well, I, I had to know. keep Abdul or whatever his name was from taking my job. So that's true. Our Armenian. Yeah. So my my point is, I just you just gotta let people know. Like can you, you let it last minute. You guys so still I, hear me? So I'm yeah. yeah. All right, my headphones completely quit working. So I'm gonna take them off. Oh, they did. Try the other set. Try the other set. There's yeah. a, oh. <laughs> I didn't know there were dual sets on. <laughs> no technical difficulties. That was not plugged. Is that yet. better? This one's uh no. Yeah. No. 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 Did you need the? I don't need them. I can hear you guys without them as long okay. as you guys. I just yeah. can't hear myself. So. All right. All right. Can you hear him? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm not sure if my headphones are working now. <laughs> you must be kneeing the. I feel like I played box. with you. Yeah, I feel like I might have caused this dilemma. <laughs> it's entirely possible. Oh, oh, look at that. That's yeah. like four times louder than it was yeah. a minute ago. How about? Hey, yeah. There we go. There, okay. I got something now. Right. Yeah, that was Dean's knees messing shit. It was. Yeah, it was Dean's knees. Dean's knees. <laughs> it's the Dean's knees. So we had cut a commercial. For this venue, and it, like I said, it, it, I, I didn't expect we were going to draw some people there. It's not really, we don't have any listeners in the area, but we went and cut a commercial. We were both going to be there, and I was pretty sure I told you the wrong time. Okay. Yeah. Again, I don't think it was going to be that big a deal, but I want to make sure if we're going to give you information, it's going to be factual. So I contacted the guy, and uh, this would have been the Monday prior to the Friday, and I said, hey, what time is that show? And I and it was partially me feeling out because I hadn't heard from him, and I know that like three of the last four shows have been canceled. <laughs> Okay, and so uh, you had a feeling. 
Oh, yeah, so I, I like, like, but he hadn't messaged me, so yeah. I'm like, it seems like we're okay. And, and like I said, I know that the venue's been stepping at the last minute and kind of yanking these, but I, like I said, how many in a row do you allow happen before you just let your reputation go? So when I when I mentioned that, he then responded with, oh, yeah, about that, the venue. And I knew the story. Like, immediately I, 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 was, I just ended that conversation and went to message you, like, get that commercial off the air. Uh, that was the case. So that's when Jason technically found out in that group message. Then the guy sent out a message, oh, by the way, that venue. And I also know then the comics that were booked the next week, he then messaged them at that time too. So he'd known he didn't get the message out very promptly. And that was that was yeah, one, that was my that was a yeah. problem I had with it. Because we'd already cut a commercial. Like you don't know what I've got, you know what I mean? Like I or or what I've turned down that I had an opportunity to do right. since um Poorly handled, and um, I know there's a there's a there's a shitload of comics in this area that I won't be working for that guy. As a result, well, he's thrown another date at me. He did too. He did me uh, too. But I, that's it's going to be one of those things where uh, we'll see what else I have going on on that day <laughs> before yeah. I decide where I'm heading. Yeah, he, he threw another date at me, and I was I just didn't respond to it. I was like, yeah, I, I, you've thrown four dates at me now, and two of them have been real, and two of them have been make believe. So. <laughs> You know, this isn't baseball. 500 is not a good record. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it's – and there's a chance to talk about, like, the etiquette of a comedy scene, right? Okay. You, so you want to develop a show or a club, something regular yeah. in an area. Then one of the things that – one of the elementary things you want to do is to uh, build up uh, – put, put an open mic – Open mic develops your farm right. system, right? Yeah. An open mic is where, the, as what, how do you put it? What's the bar to, uh, to to trying this thing out? The what? What's the what's the, what's keeping you from trying? Oh, uh, walking in the room and writing your name on a piece of paper. There you go. Everybody gets a shot, Man. and then and then you open it up to anyone local who wants to give it a try. And what's important is those local comics that are coming up like that. You never know where they're, where, you know, some of them, some of them may just want to dabble. Um, some of them, you know, may have hopes for something one day. You don't know. They're all starting at different levels of experience and whatnot. But the point is you want it to be an open and, and, and environment for them to come and work on their stuff. And um, you go up there and you sign up five minutes, and they can be crazy shows. You've heard us talk about. Oh, yeah. You've heard yeah. us talk about the Monkey Man. You've yeah. heard us they can be really good shows. But it's that farm system super, super important if you want to have a healthy uh, shows if you want to have a healthy these are the guys that are that are that are doing your guest spots these are the guys that are filling in these guys are bringing people to your shows uh they're helping out they're volunteering they're breaking down the tables and cleaning up afterwards it's just it's healthy to maintain that relationship and uh um when you do things to muddy the waters there you just cause yourself problems in the future when you're trying to book these guys later you know so reputation reputation is big. Everybody wants to work for the Yankees. Nobody wants to work for the Cubs. I don't know. <laughs> the Yankees still got that beard rule. Kidding me? You don't I, even. You can if you're if you. I would rather be on the Cubs. Yeah. You're going to be a hero no, no matter what in Chicago if you play for the Cubs. It doesn't matter how good you yeah. are. He's taking a shot at me. All right, so so most metaphors don't bear close examination. I'm sorry. No, I'm just I'm not taking a shot at you. I've been to Wrigley Field more than I've been to any other baseball stadium, and the vibe there is there's a reason they were called the lovable losers. 
because everybody, you're a hero if you wear a Cubs uniform and play baseball in Chicago for some reason. Well, you're right, but I, Dean's right too. I was taking a shot at him. Yeah, he's taking a shot at me. <laughs> but no one wants to work for the Yankees. The only work for the Yankees, you know what? You know when they work for the Yankees is when they've been in the Cubs for a while and they, and they haven't won a championship, and they're looking at that last real big contract. That's yeah, when you I, My elbow's got about eight more innings. Yeah, <laughs> eight more championship <laughs> innings. Uh, but now I think the Yankees are losing. So eat it. I don't know. Yankees, I haven't watched. I think, I think they're last. I don't. I haven't watched pro last. baseball. First time last. It's like 1950. I don't know. I'm making up numbers now. But <laughs> That's not okay. Doing well. the, the Dodgers are on a streak to win 126 this year. I hate the fucking Dodgers. They're just they're like historic win win rate right now. <laughs> I don't know. I, oh, well. it, uh, it threw me off. The no crowds in the audiences has, has thrown me off, I, and I've Man. lost touch with sports. Yeah, it's not fun to watch. I think a lot well, of people Well, they're back. I mean, they're back now. Some of them. Some of them. And, that's, and, and as I understand, too, the players didn't like going out there either. Oh, <laughs> like, why would like a, you? You're dressing up for practice. Yeah. No, it's definitely not as fun to watch because, uh, I don't know, I have the like, if someone just uh, slow-mos a video and adds the right music to it, I'm the guy that that hits, just like, yeah. <laughs> like, any sports documentary about a team yes. I don't give a shit about, by the end, I'm just like, fuck yeah! Do that. Yeah, they did that! Yeah! Oh, man, I watched Formula One on Netflix. It's on Formula One racing season, and I have become the hugest fan, and I just saw that they had another season of it, and I am stoked Let's, to dive in. As I, like, I remember, I don't care about the Reds. I can't stand Formula One. I hate race cars. I'm just not... <laughs> I don't care about Red Sox, the Red Sox at all. Like, whatever. They're a baseball team that's been around forever. But he's right. But that 30 for 30 dot yeah. that they did when they, when they won that game to go on to win the World Series, yeah. it's just I was the biggest Red Sox yeah. fan for that entire hour that show yeah. was on. You, you, you slow it down, you put Morgan Freeman in there. Yep. Like... You get a narrator and some sad music, and I'm just like, fuck yeah, Boston, let's go. <laughs> The roar of the engine mixed with the morning air. So then when you're trying to just watch a regular baseball and it's like fake yeah. crowd noise, no yeah. one in the stands. It's not the, the same. fake crowd noise tunes it out even worse to me. That becomes yeah. a sitcom. Yeah, yeah it Eric does. Foreman at the football game buying yeah. the cheaper jersey, the, the opposing jersey because yeah. it was cheaper. He yeah. bought a Packers jersey at a Bears game. No, he bought a Bears jersey at the Packers game. That's what it was. Well, that'd be okay. Well, he's a, he's a, in Wisconsin, so that wasn't a good care. thing. Still be a good thing. Jesus, you're. <laughs> fucking, we haven't lost Ahmed's number, have we? No, I'm sorry. Sorry, fucking, this is unbelievable. So, speaking of now, this uh, we were talking about open mics. This uh, this goes both ways. Okay, this goes both ways. So, when you're visiting a mic out of town, and and I'm I'm and obviously you're visiting that mic, the hopes of future booking. Right. Yeah. So if uh, if you don't have the great videotape, or if you have videotape, you don't have contacts with who you want to go into a new town. So you go to the mic, and then you 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 try to perform, and you try to find out who's booking shows, and then that's where you network and you get your stuff out. And uh, one key, I'm t- you know, I, and I'm nobody. You know, God knows. Uh, don't let my ego get out of control here. <laughs> I'm nobody, but what I'm saying. <laughs> What I'm saying is that you treat your bar staff and everything uh, super friendly, right? Don't make an ass right. uh, of any like 
if it's a tight knit comedy club, they're going to talk to the bar staff later, right? And find out who they like and who they're not. And unless you're you're like a Bill Burr, or Kevin Hart, and you got this big name to bring with you, you won't get booked again if the staff doesn't like you, right? So you go there, you treat them with respect, and you tip them well, right? So some guys had come from out of town, some Michigan comics had come down, and they were visiting uh, one of the mics that we we are local, probably our home mic, I would say. Uh, and uh, they came in, and we had a uh, we had a substitute bartender that night. Of course, they don't know, so it doesn't doesn't matter, you know, either way. Oh yeah. Right. And uh, so he's an older older guy, and uh, he's older Mexican, but that doesn't really matter. It's just older guy in general is, what, is the important thing here. So he was like, "Hey, where you guys at in Michigan?" He's like, "Hey, where's uh, where's uh, was it Hell?" He was looking for. Hell, oh yeah, Michigan. Hell, Michigan. He's like, "Where's Hell, Michigan?" I was thinking about going up there, and uh, so they're going back and forth. And it turns out these guys don't have any clue. Where where Hell Michigan is, and all they keep giving directions to their hometown, and uh, he's like, no, no, man, I want to go to Hell. And then the guy says, Oh, it's just you got Google, don't you? And I just thought, Yeah, he's seventy five years old. <laughs> he's asking you where it's at in Michigan. You just hold your fucking hand up and, and point, point on and the point mitten. on the mitten. and point on the mitt. Yeah. where the hell it is. And if you don't know, just say I don't know. <laughs> Why are you giving this guy a hard time? You don't even know. You just showed up, and it, it, it was it was it, it struck me as rude. Then they proceeded to uh, they uh, they sat down. They said they'd been up for a couple years. Kind of, kind of. Yeah, they were they were dumbasses. They were dumbasses. <laughs> I mean, you could hear them talking. They were dumbasses. Yeah. And uh, then when they went up, they uh, they then proceeded to. They weren't very funny. They weren't very hidden. So then they thought, well, they will. We'll, uh, I'll start taking shots at people in the crowd and a mic you don't know. And they, they landed on one of the owners of DIY Comedy who's got a great sense of humor and didn't, it didn't really affect it. You know, it wouldn't, wouldn't affect right, him. Yeah. But essentially these dudes ended up driving three hours yeah. to do five minutes in the hopes to get booked and spent most of their time shitting on one of the people. <laughs> shitting on one of the people that's supposed <laughs> to book you them. after you were rude to the help that was there. <laughs> Is that called karma? <laughs> Something. I don't so, know. I I actually thought the one dude was kind of funny. The second I'd, one. Oh uh, yeah. Yes. I'd, I'd have booked him. Second one was all right. Well, it was it was all right until like they dug in. Uh, even that was. I I still booked. He him. still booked him. Well, I got up. I went up to. Blow I him could some tell shit. that. I could tell if like he, he was in front of a real crowd, he would have been. He would have hit him better. He would have been, been, been hit better. Yeah. But but it was was funny as like I said. So he starts digging in, and then so I go up. So I start blowing him shit. I was like, you imagine. Driving uh, three hours <laughs> to try to get booked, and then and then uh, spend most of that time insulting the guy that's got to book you. Like, can you imagine being that dumb? And uh, he sees back here. He goes, "I wasn't trying to get booked." And I'm like, oh, oh. oh. You, you drove three hours to talk to us for five minutes. I don't even. I don't even like you. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> so yeah, so you know, don't be an asshole. Rather hey. you, uh, that's that's as simple as that. Good man. advice. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole to your up and coming comics, and they'll and they'll be around to support you when you're on troubled times. Don't be an asshole to the uh, help staff when you're out of town and you're coming in. Don't be an asshole, right? Yeah. What other, what other tips would you give someone going out of town as a? Oh, I don't know, man. Just yeah, that's that's the main thing. Just don't be a dick. Okay. I mean, that's just kind of how I try to. I mean, unless someone, unless sometimes you do need to be a dick, but for the most part, just fucking keep your head down and make your way through life, guys. It's not that hard. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't understand how people have so many problems day to day. It's just, just like they should just let it breathe. Yeah, they should. <laughs> maybe people, maybe other people just need to smoke pot too. That might just help. <laughs> that might help. That might the help. world would be a much more chill place. Maybe, or we'd be out of pot and everybody would <laughs> piss off. Uh, it's the biggest cash crop in America, right? But it'll run out if we all do it. <laughs> I so, don't know about that. Know. I mean, do we need to grow corn? Yeah, so, no, there's look, a lot of Yeah, but it's going to take a while to catch. All I'm saying is ease into it. You motherfuckers who ain't smoking that, ease into <laughs> it. All right? Like, it's listen, it's not like it's an infinite quantity out there. Seems uh, to be. <laughs> it does seem to be, for sure. Well, at least my supply is an infinite, for sure. So... There's a, there's a rule, though, if you're not familiar with it, if you're new to smoking pods, you have to share uh, your weed with old potheads. So what? I'm going to get some free weed? Is that what you're... Uh, I'm not sure you qualify. So let me tell you, let me tell you a story. <laughs> oh, I don't qualify. Okay, I'm, I qualify as old whenever you want to make look, fun of me look, as old. But now, oh, no, no, no. You qualify. now, now when the, you're going to share now, your weed. Now the senior that, discount yeah, comes into play. That totally, <laughs> totally goes south. Oh, it? no, no. I said old pothead. I'm just not sure he qualifies on the second part. See, I, <laughs> see old Rusty here got uh, had to, uh, had to had, uh, COVID. So he got quarantined. Yeah. Locked up. Yeah, okay. Uh, you're going to bring this up. And I was on my way for a run. And I'm like, hey, what do you need? Quarter ounce? You need an ounce? Wait, half pound? What do you need? You're going to be gone in two weeks? I got you. I am on my way right now. You tell me what you need. And he's like, oh, man, no, no. I I got to, I think I got to hook up. It's going to swing by. And I'm like, all right, but if you don't, I'll I'll drop you all. I got you. Like I got you, I got, I'll drop you a quarter, so I'm get you through. You know, like whatever I you know, need. You did. So now I'm, I'm driving down there. I get down there. I'm like, you know what? Let me just check. Let me check. My, my buddy's shaking out like the the the, the twenty pound bail he's got, and I'm like, let me let me, let me find out if my man my man needs some. Why why you got it out? You know what I'm saying? While you have it out, let's see. Where well, you got the chainsaw working? Let me find out if my man needs some. And I hear Rusty. I'm like, Rusty, I'm at my man's house, man. You need, you need some of this shit, man? He's like, oh, my guy came by and dropped me off a joint. I'm good for two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. It's all You're good for two man. weeks. And I was like, you're wasting my time. Man. What the fuck is <laughs> two weeks? I blew I blew the headphones on again. Well, that's what happens when you hit the damn table. Up two weeks though. A fucking joint. There we go. Is everybody <laughs> here? Can everybody hear it now? I have to work for a living, man. Mine's no. <laughs> How about now? There we go. Cool. There we go. So, yeah. You know what it is? I think it's just janky equipment. It is. I don't think it's me. No, it's totally one hundred percent. It's one hundred percent that that headphone amplifier. The engineer who put that headphone amplifier where it is, that, that is, couldn't be a worse spot for that to be in. Not a chance. Well, I've mentioned before, it's weird that there's controls on yeah. my side. And they're right there where your knee is going to hit them every single time you move. Or, so, or your fat, meaty fist as you slam down on Why point. it's there, I haven't the slightest idea, but it is. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me you were the engineer that put it in. Well, I'm so old, I probably don't remember. I've probably. smoked too much pot at this point. Yeah, you smoked most of that joint. <laughs> most of that I had right half now. of that fucking thing. It's in my freezer. <laughs> I still have most of it left, man. I just uh, don't concern. I was, I was like, you got, you have beads for your front door of your office. Like that's a, like I really expected more hippie 
like pedigree. <sighs> what do you want from me, man? Poser. I'm just sitting here. There was I'm a word. Just sitting There's here. a word that describes what? What is the word? Poser. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Rusty's so, a poser So because I don't go through a bail a week I, I'm a poser No, I simply said I don't know if you qualified for the old piehead rule Meaning, Well, probably So new smokers don't need to share with you So <laughs> you, you just you just keep on trucking <laughs> This is my point um, So I'm in bed the other night And uh, I'm, I'm in Anyway, I'm laying I'm laying, I'm laying backwards Right, because uh, I was reading, and there was a window open, and I was using the win- the window light. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then Chip jumped in there, and then uh, I felt fa- I, p- I passed out because he's just he does that. He sucks the life right out of you and puts you in nap mode as soon as he gets near you. And then at some point, my girlfriend laid down, but she laid down like she normally does the right way. I suffer from a uh, little known side effect from that, that magnesium shortage thing I got going on called restless leg syndrome. And I, I, I straight up, uh, kung fu kicked her right across the face uh, during that nap, and uh, blacked her eye. Oh, now you got to black good. the other one so she doesn't I know. say anything. So it's even, <laughs> right? <I know. laughs> so she didn't even tell me I did it. Like she just like rolled out. Like you know, she woke up uh, unconscious on the floor. <laughs> And then uh, went out into the living room and and apparently left me just you know, kumatai kicking. Uh, it's blood sport for those of you who don't know. No, I, yeah, I've I've battled in a few kumatai. Oh, there you go, there you go. Yeah, so uh, I so I so she goes to work and then I, I guess she, she forgot that she didn't tell me that I kicked her in the face. So she comes home to tell me about the black eye she's got now. And she's like, look, look. My my eye turned black, and I was like, "Whoa! You better start listening to what you're told at work." Huh? <laughs> and she's like, "You did this." I I didn't know, but yeah, uh, you could just say you didn't know, and that makes it okay, Dean. <laughs> I didn't, I even didn't have mean a, to. I didn't even have a mark on my feet. There's no proof. <laughs> I'm like, my feet didn't even bruise. I don't know what kind of weak eye you got there. You're lucky with my toenails. I didn't just gouge the whole forehead. Off. I got to scalp you out from where I was. Yeah. On, when I when I start get going on that restless leg, it's it's a it's a lot more energy than I have when I'm awake. I'm gonna tell you that. Yeah, I believe you. That's my excuse is why I'm tired all the time. You have any idea how long I ran last night? No. I don't either. I was asleep. <laughs> you got a Fitbit. It'll tell you. I dreamt I, dreamt I kicked the shit out of somebody. <laughs> It's not a good thing. No, no, no. She took it like a champ, though. Didn't even wake me up. Didn't even wake me up. <laughs> took it like a champ. Moved on. Went out there and made me some breakfast. Oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, I'm the cook in the house, so it would have been me making breakfast. But I don't even know where to go after this. There's so many things that... It's just unfortunate. So many hashtags that could be made out of this moment it's right just here. Unfortunate. That's all. <laughs> just unfortunate. There's an unfortunate incident involving a medical condition that uh, <coughs> I take like a plethora of things to stop, and it doesn't. No, doesn't work. It doesn't, nothing. Nothing. It, it, everything that's for it will tell you to. Like nothing. Nothing's gonna stop it. Cut your legs off. I don't. Dampen it, it down a little bit. Yeah. I think if I quit my day job, it might help. 
That's a, there's no, a lot of ailments. There, there are so many ailments that quitting your day job would just make perfect. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I'll be like, I'll be like, babe, I don't, I don't feel like I got diarrhea. What do you think happened? I think I need to quit my day job. <laughs> I think. <laughs> you know, I would like agree a, with that. You don't know, think it was the 36 wings and the beers you had last night? No, I think it was. I think it's a no, it's the fact that I had to wake up so early after eating. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I didn't exactly. Exactly. Because of the fact that I had to cram it all into six hours and yeah. then have all day to do it. If I could have started at nine in the morning, I could have had a nap in between. There would have been no problems oh, with the yeah. wings. Yeah. Completely. I'm down for this. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, if you need to reach us here at Light Me at Five, you can reach us at the Light Me at Five Pod at Gmail. That's L M F I V E Pod at Gmail. L M Five Pod at Gmail. If you need to reach me and book me and not cancel on me, you can call it, reach me at Dean Jernigan Comedy at Gmail. That's Dean J E R N I G A N Comedy at Gmail. Uh, if you want to talk to Jace LaFoon, you can message me. That's Dean Journey and Comedy <laughs> at Gmail. You guys can find me on the internet. Just search my name. It's not hard. It's not hard. Two Fs. I'm not hiding out. Two Fs. Two Os. He's not, and he's not the egotistical monster that you may have heard. He's actually a pretty humble guy. Just trying to, you know, just trying to, just trying to get his thirty minutes. It's all he's asking for. It's just his thirty minutes. Promise you won't regret it. Yeah, uh, you can find us on Facebook, Light Me at Five Pod. You can find us on Instagram. Check us out. God damn it, spread the story. Tell everybody you like us. Yeah. Rate Do us. Do it. I don't know if I forgot anything else. I'm, I got nothing. We got some shows coming up. Rusty's going to cut some commercials. I'm yeah. going to make sure he doesn't fuck these up this time <laughs> and he gets the right time and that these shows actually happen. Yes, sir, Mr. Dean. All right. Thanks for joining us. Coming up next, it's a Like Me at Five flashback. Coming up next, it's a Like Me at Five flashback. His first elective post in about 72 was Tribune of the Soldiers, or Military Tribune. At this rank, he probably commanded a unit within a Roman legion, but that he served is not known, possibly in Italy in a war to suppress the slave revolt led by Spartacus. In the late 70s, in the aftermath of the violent conflicts at the end of the dictatorship of Sulla and the defeat of the party headed by Marius, Caesar's uncle by marriage, Caesar advocated a popular, while populist and popularist caused the restoration of the powers in which the tribunes of the plebs. About ready to go, or? Yeah. Sage of Marshall County joins us, Dean. I'm totally leaving that in. <laughs> What's that? I'm totally not cutting any of that out. That's <laughs> oh, the reading. Yeah, it's totally, oh, totally going. Well, That's totally in there. Well, then, good. See, you know, I just, you don't. Uh, we can continue. You don't get go the- <laughs> if you take it into account. It's divided into three regions. The Belgae live in one. The Aquiani. See. I just don't think you get to show your acting chops enough. I mean, think I about agree. it. You don't you don't show your characters. You don't show you know. You could be a feature film artist. Yeah, yeah. I always saw myself as a uh, um, uh, uh, Howard Howard's brother, Ron Howard's brother, the hideous one. Oh, yeah, Cliff. He, he, Cliff interest Howard. interesting looking. Let's put it that. Yes, 
Terrible. Terrible. Like, if you see, look directly at it, but if you look away a little bit, not so bad. I don't know. I kind of see you as a henchman. Oh, I would love to play back. If I had my choice, I would get killed in every... Uh, <laughs> I would be shot and killed in every uh, yeah, every appearance. I, I kind of see you like as Bill a Burr recently did did Mandalorian, where he came in as a mercenary, and I and like and like, but he survived. Like I would love to do the same role, but I want the main person to blow me away at the end. Yeah, yeah. I want like, him to do something hideous to me, like put my head in a grinder or something. You know, I kind of see you as. Did you ever see the first John Wick movie? No, I haven't seen any of them, and, really? I, and I want to. They look oh, good because. You know, he's a little bit more of a pretty boy than you, but I kind of see you as the Russian mobster's right-hand man in that. I think you'd be good there. Yeah? In that. Yeah. I can, I can work on my accent. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have an accent. He's American. Where you come? I, well, I want an accent, so oh, I'll okay. do mine right, as right. an accent. Yeah, you, could, you could do yours as a Russian. There you go. Yeah. Well, maybe. I, want, I need a striped undershirt. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's required, isn't it? Striped undershirts. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an undershirt fan, mind yeah. you. Let's not let's not like <laughs> okay. let's not take it wrong. I'm not taking it wrong. I just I, I appreciate the undershirt and what it provides <laughs> the modern man. <laughs> okay. Shall I say? Yeah, I I've worn my share of undershirts. Yeah. I'd, but are do you appreciate them though? The striped ones, a little much. A little much. I, uh, but it's for character. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, I, guess. I don't, don't know if there's anything I can add to that. Uh, there you go. Just leave it. Dedicated. Right there. Right. Just laying out there. there. So we were talking, uh, you found an interesting political Oh, yes, ad. I did. And it kind of, it, it misses a little bit of the impact because you can't see the picture. But it's a picture of this this young child, yes, like yes. two years old, with this. Um, um, think. Um, oh, oh. I, well, ET the little. Yes, the little, Drew, that's exactly what Drew Barrymore. Which she like like just a cute in, little in Drew e. Barrymore in yeah. the ET movie, and with one single tear, yeah. pristine yeah. tear running down just, her innocent just cheek. Sad, just this horribly sad look, and it says in quotes. Why can't I play in the abandoned copper mine, Molly? <laughs> Why can't I? Let's, let's stop right there. Okay. Let's take that That's snippet. In quotes. That's in quotes. This is, the first this is thing an is. actual political yes, this is ad. an actual ad. For, do we know? Is it city council? Is um, it? Actually, it, no, it is for mine inspector. Mine inspector. It's okay. in Arizona, it's and the Arizona. mine inspector is actually deal. elected. Yes. yes. It's a big deal. So, so there's an innocent, sweet little girl. Looks looks very sad. One pristine, perfect unicorn tear running down her cheek, and it says, "I, Mama, why can't I play in the copper mines, Mama?" There, there you go again. It's another great character. Yeah. And what is Mama's answer? Mama says, "Because Joe Hart didn't clear out the vampire dens." And then at the bottom, vote Ian Kobe, mine inspector. Because who would it, who did it clear it out? Because Joe Hart. I heard Darth Hart. <laughs> That's what I heard. Because Darth Hart didn't clear out the vampire dens. <laughs> this is for mine, Inspector. This is an actual political now, ad. And from 2014 in Arizona, that was an actual ad. 
And it's one of the favorite things did he get? I've ever... Did he become a mine inspector? No, I don't care. And more importantly, did he get rid of the vampire, vampire dens? Yes. Did, he, did he clear them out? I uh, mean, I could, can you see that? I'm going to run for Mayor Plymouth. <laughs> I'm a, a, you, he feels a shaky now. He's hearing my declaration. I'm going to be like, Gene Jernigan, Mayor Plymouth, I'll kill hellhounds <laughs> if they appear. You know what I mean? Like you want a mayor that'll take care of that. Mayor Sanders allowed werewolves to run rampant yeah. in our streets. There's a chimera shows up, <laughs> right? You want somebody qualified? And I'm telling you right now, I'm a qualified chimera slayer. I once, uh, I once seen a monitor. <laughs> and I so just in case. <laughs> My name is Theseus. Vote for me on election day. He didn't clear. <laughs> Mommy, why can't you play the compromise? He never compromises. My favorite place to play. Mommy, Mommy never let me in the compromise anymore. So suddenly we have Cockney children living in Arizona. <laughs> I'm just saying, copper mines. Was, so, that's the implication that it's okay to I play know. compromise. Yeah, it would be if we had a real mine inspector that would have gotten rid of those werewolves or vampires. Now, uh, I, I have been told that they were referring to vampire bats that were actually nesting in these old deserted mines, but still. I still don't think you'd want your child playing in the things. <laughs> were any vampire anything's in there why would you right? why would you let your kid play a in vampire a fungus mine? would keep me away from that state alone uh, not much less than mine i mean what seriously what kind of parent it's okay tommy i would rather you play on the trestle you know the trestle over the gorge play on it please the trestle stay away from the vampire fungus I, that's a political ads. Yeah. It, it makes me wonder, and I begin to lose faith in the uh, electoral process when I hear stuff like that. <laughs> that that's comrade. I, I I lost faith in the electoral process long before. This is I why saw I that kept ad. faith in the cubbies, though. Let me tell you something, Rusty. I recently. Uh-huh. This isn't even about the Cubs. Hey, they're undefeated right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Although, it's like MLB's been playing on Facebook. They've been playing like games live. And I'm like, oh, sweet. And I go to turn on, and the first Cubs game that I found on there was them losing in the uh, playoffs to the Nationals. That was, a, I was, thank you, MLB. That reminds me how much I'm not spending on you right now. Yeah. So the, uh, um, you got me sidetracked. Uh, you were talking about your faith in the Cubs and the electoral system. How this is, where this is going, I have no idea. Man. Let me tell you about this other thing I was thinking about, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting at home, and I got these beautiful purple trees. And they're, they're doing the thing. They're blooming, right? And I see these bees coming on, and they're, like, pollinating. But they're, they're like, doing it so aggressively. They're knocking the, the purple like blooms yeah. off the tree. Yeah. And then it's they're all going to go away and it's going to be green and it's not nearly as pretty and I was yelling at the bees to take it easy, you know, like knock it off a little bit, right? Not so aggressive. Not every not every lady likes to be pollinated like that. <laughs> and uh and then I got to thinking, you know, like at some point they didn't even need bees to pollinate, right? 
way back when, some point down the line, bees evolved to pollinate them. I, Therefore, I, okay, I I can't fight the logic on that. Go ahead. Right. So so at some point they weren't using bees to pollinate. So therefore, okay. now that they're relying on bees to do this pollination, they've weakened themselves. The weakened the plants the today. Plants, yeah, they're not what they used to be. Yeah, so they were pollinated before by you. No, what, they did vol- it on their own. Velociraptors, they it or- right? They figured it out. They didn't use bees. Okay, I'm just saying today's plants are over reliant on other artificial means to pollinate, and I believe is a direct correlation with the rise in veganism. Okay, now now you have completely lost me. <laughs> what? What what does that have to do with I'm just, eating plants? They're not what they used to be, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I think you used to be able to sustain yourself on plants alone back in the oh, day when okay. they were All real right. plants. All right. You know, when they sustained like dinosaurs. Back then, they was like real plants. Now, psh, shadow of the former selves. This is why I require You know, think, think about the things people have learned. In this show already, and you know what? Are we halfway halfway done? We we've learned about bats and mines. We learned that you can. Apparently, it's cool to play in a mine as long as there's no vampires in it. <laughs> yeah, uh, we we also learned about uh, uh, Caesar's march through Gaul. Uh, Absolutely. We, you know, this is, and now we've learned that plants that aren't pollinated by velociraptors are not good plants. They're not real plants. So, exactly. Yeah. What a great plethora <laughs> I have of a, valuable information <laughs> I have has to, come out of this show so far. It's I have a, a unique <laughs> talent of just picking a subject and just going with no correlating evidence <laughs> to support I mean, my you know, wild theories. Just, just <laughs> e-learning? <laughs> <laughs> Turn the show in. <laughs> Plymouth High School should base their diploma on on listening to you on this. Well, show. you know they are getting a little bit of the classics yeah, today. Are. Yeah, Julius Caesar. We can we can we can, we can round the show out with some <laughs> chapter, the rise of Ursin Gedrix. <laughs> we, can, we can talk about the yeah. you know, ramifications of that yeah. throughout Gaul. <laughs> but in the meantime, we're going to play in some copper mines. Those are the best mines. <laughs> we don't want to play in dirty old coal mines. <laughs> no. I'm kind of... I, I also want to know, you know, maybe your your historical knowledge could trace this back for me. Um, when... <laughs> When the British moved into Arizona, because there appears to everybody in Arizona appears to have a uh, a Cockney accent, uh, but it, it, it's because it livens, like it cultures it up. Okay. Yep. I I can't argue with that. I cultured it up. Either. It's like it's like uh, Rusty. You know, it's like you take it. You take the events of your life, and then and then Shakespeare comes along, and he. Cultures it up, and he turns it into a play called Caesar. See, right? See okay. that? Well, See how he yeah, did there? You did. That's what that. I did. Okay. I, I you brought it all. back. I Shakespeare up. You went <laughs> <laughs> the cup of mine political act. 
Are you going to play the copper mine, Caesar? <laughs> you, H- you too, H- Brutus. H- H- vampires? <laughs> oh, I got to find out if this guy got elected. If the if the vampire technique, he I'm was telling a, you, he was a write-in candidate. Because I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna run on that platform. <laughs> what clearing the vampire? Yeah, out. under my tutelage, you will never be attacked by werewolves. <laughs> I assure you, I will stake my entire political career on it. <laughs> That'd be one promise. Uh, I bet well, somebody out know, there is I, like, well, I don't want to get attacked by no werewolves. Yeah, I'm gonna vote so for him. Hey, if people were drinking bleach. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Don't believe in the werewolves. Yeah, you you got a point there. Yeah. You do have. Whatever happened to the colony method? Can I go somewhere and just claim it in the name, or is everywhere claimed now, except Antarctica? That's a good question. Is there any open territory there for me to plant a flag and call it my own? It's a good question. I would think that there isn't. For one simple reason, if there were, you couldn't make anybody pay taxes on it. Hmm. So, you see what I'm saying? If it exists, it's got to be taxed. Who owns the South Pole then? Uh, see, somebody does own it. It's split up, maybe. I'm not sure, but it's I think be, it is. There's got to be some vacation space left. I mean, the Russians own the North Pole, part of it. The part of it above Russia. Well, they're blaming the ice. They're calling their ice cubes theirs. Hardly. Yeah. I think not, comrades. <laughs> I think not. Pretty sure. But I'm saying, in the south, there's got to be some vacation housing left, right? Some in, nice view. In Antarctica. Yeah. They got great space heaters now, Rusty. They do amazing <laughs> things. What, what kind of space are we heating here, like? Something luxurious, you know, five ten bedroom, something like that. In a spa- with a space, it'd just be me. <laughs> with a space, but I need heater. the extra room for my different ideas. With a space heater, couple of them. <laughs> Surely, like some. I bet Bill Gates has some geothermal stuff he's been cooking up. Keep me warm. I. Uh... My basement stays pretty level. Like. <laughs> I'm lost today. Um, we've we've gone we from the campaigns of Gaul to your basement. That campaigns of Gaul was against my knowledge. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it was just too good to to cut out. I think I was waiting on Rusty to finish his little <laughs> do bob to finish recording, and I was reading from a wonderful new book. That it I is just a good got. book. It's and then very you recorded against my knowledge. Yeah, I guess you could sue me for that. I like to establish that as uh, what a bad partner Rusty is. Yeah, well, we all knew that already. Well, we all knew that already. I guess that'll do, <laughs> I guess that'll do it for now. Oh, <laughs> uh, when are you going to get back out and do some stuff? Is there oh. any hope? I mean, now that they've Texas to opened up, and I'm up. ready to drive. Okay. All right. Texas opened up, and I'm ready to drive to uh, uh, Texas to do some open mics. That's that's the situation yeah. I'm in. Okay. Well, that'll be fun. You'll enjoy it. I would. And now you've got a new character to bring out. 
The small child in Arizona playing in the copper mines, Mommy. Oh, Mommy. I want to play in the limestone pits, please. <laughs> David Copperfield. No, that, I just thought of that. That's perfect. David Copperfield. David Copperfield as the copper mine guy. Ooh. David Copperfield. David Coppermine. I would wear a, mo- a manacle, like the eyepiece. <laughs> the monocle? Yeah. The manacle's like a cuff in Manacle's like handcuffs. I would want to wear those. I'd wear the eyepiece <laughs> no, thing, no, though, no, if I was going to be a mine yeah, inspector. You should. Be like, this and, is for when I really want to look closely and, at your mind. <laughs> find everything in there. How do you become Monty Burns? <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting you to release the hounds, Smithers. Should we call an end to this? Light me at five. Light me at five. Light me at five.